Hello, and welcome to the seventh edition of the Carolinas AGC BuilderCast series. This is Tammy Ford, Director of the CAGC Foundation's Builder Career Workforce Development Initiative and your host for today's podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how the rapidly evolving and very unprecedented COVID-19 pandemic has presented challenges to construction firms and employers when it comes to hiring, recruiting, and even retaining their workforce. It's common knowledge that the construction industry has been experiencing a critical labor shortage for quite a while. Furthermore, due to ongoing negative image issues and construction careers not being adequately promoted as viable career opportunities to younger generations of workers or even those displaced or in the midst of career transitioning, construction employers already faced extreme challenges in being able to effectively recruit and hire workers. In response to the emergence of the coronavirus, this global health crisis has forced many employers to not only restructure their entire workflow process and elevate their safety protocols, it has certainly exacerbated the existing hiring and recruitment challenges employers were already experiencing. Our title for today's BuilderCast is Recruitment and Hiring During the COVID-19 Crisis, and our subject matter expert is Dr. Rebecca Battle Bryant. Dr. Battle Bryant is president and owner of Battle Plans Consulting, LLC, which is a full-service human resource management and workforce development consulting firm specializing in employee, workforce, and economic development solutions. Prior to her current role, she managed all human resource functions as vice president of human resources for a large firm in the construction industry, wrote workforce policy, and managed all workforce issues as assistant executive director for the South Carolina Department of Employment and Workforce, and oversaw all craft skills and corporate training programming as vice president of corporate training and economic development at Orangeburg Calhoun Technical College. Dr. Battle Bryant is also a former Carolina's AGC Foundation Board of Trustee member, a role she served in for one year, as well as serving on the CAGC HR Committee for four years. So welcome, Dr. Rebecca Battle Bryant. Rebecca, thank you. I'm so glad you could join us today to share your industry expertise on this important topic. Well, thank you, Tammy. I'm very excited to be here. I have CAGC is esteemed, in my opinion, for offering these podcasts. They've been very informative for me, and I think their members are, are fortunate that at any time they can take advantage of the information that's contained, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, we're so glad that you could join us today. So, Rebecca, let's jump right into our first question. Help us set the landscape for the construction industry hiring marketplace prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. Well, before pre-COVID-19, we were in one of the tightest labor markets in 50 years. Um, We were hiring at unprecedented levels, but people were also leaving at unprecedented levels because they could. There was a job waiting for them. And uh, it was really fascinating. The 2020 Sage Construction Hiring and Business Outlook Survey, which was released in January, Uh, Contractors listed worker quality, 75% of them said worker quality, and 72% of them said worker shortages were their biggest concerns for 2020. In addition to that, in that same survey, they said that 81% of them were having a hard time filling salaried and hourly craft positions. So before all of this happened, it was, you know, if you were looking at it as, you know, with spring and agriculture and farming, that the soil was packed in and there was not a lot of movement. And if there was movement, there just wasn't anywhere to go. And then when this happened, um, I'm looking at it as a possible opportunity for savvy recruiters, savvy recruitment efforts 
because you have a lot more unemployed people right now to pull from. The numbers haven't changed, but the soil that was packed in has been tilled, if you will. And with that being said, many leaders out there, many employment leaders, manufacturing, construction, think there is a chance that you can take advantage of some of the folks that are out there that suddenly had their jobs um, upended from them, especially in the hospitality and food industry. Um, there was a survey in 2019, a Culpeper survey, 78% of people were planning to look for a job in 2020, and 20% were actively looking where 50% were not, but they were open to outreach. I think those numbers now probably are reversed, and you probably have 50 to 70% of those people actively looking for work, and this is the time while we're at home working remotely to be trying to find those people and get them to consider a career in construction. So if it were me, you know, I would be, you know, putting it out there that you were looking to hire as soon as it's safe to do so. However, I don't know about you, but I see a lot of construction crews working right now. And I think that's the number one message that the construction industry needs to promote is that we're out there, we're safe, we're working, we're not being upended during this time. I know some have been impacted more than others, but people are seeing construction crews working and I think that's important. So while you're at home, go, you know, put it out there, go through some resumes, sort through, you know, what it is to, you know, put your remote workers to work and, and be a little bit more selective than maybe you were doing even two months ago. And I would also be using this time to assess my current workforce. What are areas that you had given up on? I know that finding estimators was very hard to do pre-COVID-19. There might be some looking for work right now. So those jobs that you had almost given up trying to find, go out and see if you can see if somebody's looking that might not have been looking even two months ago. And the biggest thing I would be spending my time on right now uh, is, what is your brand? Do you have a brand and are you communicating it well? And how are you treating your current workforce? And what do you offer to bring to the new people that might potentially come in? But, you know, it Absolutely. was a tax labor market and there's some big stuff out there. So I just think this is a huge opportunity right now to promote the best of construction, which is consistency, stability, safety, and longevity. I could not agree with you more. Um, in response to COVID-19, Rebecca, should companies rethink investing in additional resources to accommodate virtual recruitment, interviewing, and training? Yes, I do think they should, Tammy. Um, you know, virtual, all of us have gone to virtual meetings. We're probably tired of Zoom or go to meetings and all of that. But really, some companies had actually gone to that and before this even happened. And we're in the fourth industrial revolution, by the way, and it's digital. And so, you know, to, to, to keep up with that and to know that your competition for that labor pool is going to digitization, the construction industry needs to embrace it, especially if you're still... Uh, you know, in the paper trail. And there's nothing wrong with that. A paper trail is good. It protects you. There's a lot of risks that come with going virtual. But your workforce, a lot of them now are millennials and now starting to see gener Generation Z come in. They're looking for the technology. And so resources for virtual recruitment, retention, and training are out there. And if your company is still doing the paper app, um, I think it's time that you look at how you can do as much 
remotely as possible using the technology that's available for you. Um, you know, HRIS systems, uh, it, human resource information systems, there's so many of them, so many vendors that are out there that can integrate with your current payroll, uh, your current benefits. But if you're just looking at starting from scratch, you could get a vendor to come in and, and assess all of those components. But the, so many of these HRIS systems that are out there, and I'm, I'm not promoting one or the other, but just to name some like Bird Dog HR, Bamboo HR, NetChecks, they have all different components. You can get all or pieces and parts, whatever fits your company, but it is going to allow you to, one, protect your employees, uh, you know, keeping everything remote. It's going to allow you to speed up because our millennials and Gen Zs expect very fast turnaround, especially in recruitment. And it's going to allow you to not only speed up, but keep your employees safe. And so many other companies are out there using this. It's really important for you to evaluate what works best for your company's situation and budget. And if you're not sure about it, talk to your counterparts and other companies, ask what they're using, go bang on their system and see what they're using and how does it look. And then go bang on your own system and look and see, am I keeping up with what my competitors are doing? And how can I, you know, up my game, if you will, so that I can take advantage of this opportunity that, that exists right now? Exactly. And, and speaking of digitization, um, how important is it for companies right now to update their websites and marketing resources to accurately reflect the ideal candidates that they're looking for right now, as well as to advertise their hiring, onboarding, training process, and, and even their safety protocols? Well, the, um, it's a great question, Tammy, and it really falls back again, like we were talking with your human resource information system, how automated is it? What does your website look like and what does your competitors look like? And don't just look at other construction companies, look at manufacturing, look at the hospitality. Um, you know, but you, you definitely need to be, if your website has not been updated in the last 12 to 24 months, it's something you could be using your remote workforce right now to be uh, getting with the experts and doing. Almost 80% of millennials go to your website before they ever touch an application. Almost 100% of Generation Z, and that's anybody born from 1997 to today, 100% um, of them have never not had the technology in their hands. They're clicking on your website before they decide if they want to come. So does your website and your photographs reflect who and what your company is? And it goes back again, like we said about your branding. But Gen Z's, they're the selfie generation. So my, my question back to the member companies of CAGC are, what does your company's selfie look like? Is it good or is it bad? But what these folks are looking for, they're looking first for the website and second for the social media. Are you on LinkedIn? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? I'm here to tell you, the Generation Zs and Millennials, professional and hourly workers, all go to Instagram, and the hourly workers seem to be predominantly in Facebook. Our professionals, more salaried folks, seem to go to LinkedIn. All of those are venues that the, these generations are out there and looking on. What they're looking for are values. They want clear and concise, in, in a few words, what it is that your company represents and how they fit in it. These generations want to be part of the community. They want to know they're going to be trained and professionally developed. Interestingly, 
A survey recently of folks that are graduating from college know that they might not be as educated, especially in skilled trades, um, as their counterparts or their parents or grandparents were. And so they, they're ready and willing to come to work and be trained and grow with your company in your company's way. So it does your website reflect that you would provide that if indeed you do. And if you're not telling them that, you need to get that message out there very quickly. And just as a quick aside, I had used my younger folks when I was working in, in the construction company that I worked with. I had the two youngest people in the company uh, working on our social media presence, but we were updating social media weekly with fun pictures, using employee pictures, of course, making sure they're safety appropriate, of course, making sure they're appropriate altogether, but trying to communicate what our culture and our brand was, and I think that's very important. So the website and social media right now is huge, and you can put as much or as little about your hiring, onboarding, your trade, you know, and, and you can use an intranet as well as the internet. So you can have um, right. resources available once you're, um, you know, using that to, for your own benefit. Right. Um, that really kind of sets the stage for the next question when we're talking about um, our companies really maximizing their social media presence and, and taking advantage of virtual platforms. Um, so what are some of the best practices uh, for virtual interviewing techniques um, for hiring managers and HR personnel during COVID? Well, there, this is a very interesting topic. And as a matter of fact, I'm in a leadership group and our, we're having our virtual meeting. Normally we meet in person, but we're having a virtual meeting this week to talk about, and we're, we're female executives, but we're talking about what is our online presence. And as I've just mentioned, you know, what is your selfie of yourself on your website? You need to also, if you're going to be doing virtual interviewing, and this was going to happen whether COVID-19 happened or not, but many companies are now using the technology that's out there to hire um, and to bring people in. Nearly 75% of executives are using real-time video to narrow applicants. And uh, another recent survey said 84% of human resource teams are adopting to remote practices. That includes interviewing, onboarding, using videos to explain how to apply at the company, using videos to show them how to fill out the paperwork once they're onboarded, again, to protect your existing workforce as well as to protect your incoming employees. So the technologies that are out there are, are numerous. Amazon Chime. Microsoft Teams, Zoom, Google Hangout, BlueJeans, GoToMeeting, Skype, all of these are out there. They come with their pros and their cons. You can have your team evaluate what works best for you. I know one company was spending millions of dollars a year on technology because they're an international company uh, that I was working with. And now they've gone just to Microsoft Teams because it was already available to them. But Microsoft Teams has also been found not to be effective in virtual uh, job fairs. And so but many of these companies are looking at what does, but they're not just doing job fairs remotely. They're doing interviews. So the best practices, you know, I would say is find out what works best for you. Evaluate these technologies. Use some of your folks that are home remote working to evaluate and prepare a report to see what would work best for you. If you don't have that person, you know, find someone that can help you. But, you know, just to be aware that that technology is there for you, and then is your brand coming through when you're using that technology? If you are using it to interview somebody, 
Are you wearing a logoed shirt? Do you have a logoed mug? One thing I loved where I worked before, we had our mission statement and what we stood for, our, our values um, in a frame in every single office. If I were doing virtual interviews, I would make sure that that was sitting very close to me. Um, but you know, again, if you are going to be interviewing from home, especially, it is a new way to connect with people and you're probably gonna see them in their homes. And that, that brings many things that you can talk about, but you also wanna make sure that, you know, your house doesn't look too super casual like laundry pile behind you. Uh, you know, really be thinking about what your, what your room looks like. Do you have a place at the office that you could come? And I would also encourage people to be aware that your legal practices that were in place for face-to-face -face interviews your legal practices that were in place for onboarding still apply. And now you run the additional risk that everything's recorded, everything's being videoed. And so you want to make sure that you are assessing what your hiring po policies and procedures were before, as well as incorporating this technology so that you are protecting your company from future liable risk. That's a great point and, and something that, um, some companies may not have even taken into consideration. So thanks for pointing that out. Um, when considering virtual onboarding and training, what challenges do you think construction employers face since such a large component of new hire training and on-the-job training in our industry is competency-based and, and hands-on? Well, that was always a struggle for us when we were interviewing people because before it was so competitive, it was almost like, if you're going to bring them in and do a skills assessment, are we going to lose them to the competition? So in my opinion, honestly, the principles of hiring the right person are going to remain the same. And you need to, what if you're not able to physically assess their skills, although, you know, right now, a lot of younger folks, the millennials and Gen, uh, Gen Zs, they're doing their own videos of themselves doing tasks. There's nothing wrong with asking somebody to prepare a video of themselves uh, doing something or, you know, and, and letting them know up front you're going to be doing a skills assessment. But it might be that you're not going to get to truly assess their skills until they show up on the job. What you need to make sure, and this is a, a, a challenge that comes from remote interviewing and remote onboarding, and then when they actually do show up for work, sometimes you are not able to ascertain what those competencies and hands-on skills are. But think through your questions, and are you asking situational judgment questions that are focused on your job competencies? Again, another thing your remote workforce, your especially in HR, can be doing is um, looking at what questions we ask, and, and are they tied to the job? I used to run a call center, and so you couldn't always tell is somebody going to be good with a customer up front, but I could ask them, have you ever had a difficult customer? And what were the situations that involved that and how did you overcome it? You can do the same thing with your job competencies. So be looking at those job descriptions, updating them and updating your questions uh, such that you can ask some judgment-based questions from them to try to ascertain as much about their abilities as possible before they actually show up for the job. But, you know, I would just be using my remote staff to help you do that and looking at what is the overall business, what are the services you're offering. And I would also be planning to communicate that, especially in the onboarding. Those folks might, even if you're not gonna be able to take them on a tour of the building, 
Now you're going to do a virtual tour of the building. So be thinking about what were my onboarding policies and procedures? What were we doing? How can we do it in a way that's safe? One company I read about is doing curbside odd uh testing from the cars. I mean, they're making them fill out the paperwork and then running through and seeing people every five minutes. It, yours might not be that situation, but honestly, we had taken a, a two-week process to from application to onboarding someone at my former company by using the technology because we did go to a technologically based HRIS system. Using the technology, we cut that two-week process to 24 hours or less, assuming that person was doing their drug screens and fit for duties. Certainly post-COVID-19, that can be much more challenging, but it's still very possible and needs to be considered. Absolutely. Um, so in closing, as we wrap up, what tips might you have for HR personnel or hiring managers at construction firms to help them determine who they need to be hiring right now during the COVID-19 crisis? Well, I think it goes a long way into, you know, what does your business look like and how is COVID-19 impacting you? I am I am working with many HR directors and, and, and managers, and they're having to deal with you know, what are the safety concerns? What are the, the time off concerns? Um, you know, how are we going to do this? And so, you know, the things people need to be looking at is what are our existing procedures and how does this affect us? What I can say right now is there are millions of people that are unemployed and here is the chance to strike while the iron is hot. But what they are looking for in their lives after being upended is consistency, stability, longevity, and safety. And I can't think of an industry that represents those four things more than the construction industry. So how is your company providing consistency, stability, longevity, and a career, and most importantly, safety? That needs to be conveyed on your website, your social media, and it needs to be conveyed through the whole recruitment and onboarding process. Um, but looking at who is out there, and they might not be the carpenter, they might not be the crane operator, but where I was at, if somebody could show up on time, problem solve, and was willing to work hard, we could train all of the other things. And if your company is willing to train, how are you willing to do that post-COVID-19? And really what I see is a huge opportunity. There are people that are out there. I would tell companies, use your time wisely to update your policies and procedures, your recruiting, onboarding, and training videos. I would be reviewing my scripts for interviews to make sure that you are consistently interviewing people, interview to interview, keeping in mind they're recording and videoing you too. I would be reviewing my job descriptions. Um, I would be looking at all of my processes to how I can cut the time down and not only cut the time down, but improve safety for both parties. And I would also be asking, uh, there are a lot of companies right now that have had to lay off people and um, some really amazing stuff is happening nationally, people plus work connect, but even Lidl, just to give you an, a, a simple example, Lidl, the grocery store has partnered with Hilton who laid off a bunch of their workers to hire them because Lidl is, is swamped because they're a grocery store. They're hiring people that have been laid off from the hotel industry. We could do the same. If you know a construction company that's laid off, and they had good skilled workers, are you partnering with them? But you can look at national things or as close as a local other con uh, construction contractor, as well as who else might be laying off restaurants, hospitality folks in your town 
go to them and see are there people that are out there that were good workers that you could give a great job to there's a lot of amazing things going on because we're americans we're creative we're innovative so i'm going to look at this whole thing while it's been upending and unprecedented as the cup half full and that this is a huge opportunity <laughs> and our companies need to strike while the iron's hot and the construction industry has no better message than that we're safe and a lot of folks want to feel like i'm safe when i go to work and i would go try to find these people because they're out there and this is your chance well i couldn't agree with you more rebecca those are great tips that's all the time we have today for this edition of carolina's agc buildercast Thank you again, Rebecca, for joining us today to share your industry expertise on the potential hiring and recruiting challenges construction employers are facing during the COVID-19 outbreak. We'll have another edition of BuilderCast available next week and every week during this ongoing health crisis to provide relevant information, resources, and tips to better equip our Carolina's AGC member firms and industry constituents with the information and tools they need to more effectively navigate around the challenges and impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. To all of our listeners, thank you all for joining us today for another edition of Carolina's AGC BuilderCast. Everyone, please continue to stay safe, healthy, and well during these difficult and challenging times. Have a great day.